You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Gene Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's The Fosters After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's The Fosters After Show. Hello, AfterBuzz Fosters fam. My name is Jillian Leff, and I'm going to be the captain of your AfterBuzz ship tonight. Jeff Masters is out, so I'm in the driver's seat bringing you the Fosters AfterBuzz After Show, Season 1, Episode 14, titled Family Day. As always, I am joined by my lovely co-host. Introduce yourself, please. Hey, y'all. It's Stephanie Georgie. And- uh, and we have an extra special guest tonight, um, Daphne Clark, a.k.a. Braids. Hey, girl. <laughs> cornrows. That's right. Hashtag <laughs> cornrows. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Thank you. It's so happy to be here. Uh, we are so happy to have Daphne on the show because uh, a lot of the episode was around the girls' home. Mm-hmm. Um, but first, I think we need to talk about Lena and Steph this episode. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So Lena goes to the doctor in the beginning of the episode, Mm -hmm. and she decides that she may or may not be ready to have a baby. Now, Steph, we know that in real life, she's She's preggers. So I don't know what's going to happen. I know. I hope that they actually make her get pregnant. But it reminds me of um, last season when her her ex-girlfriend came up and she kept trying to bring up the fact that they wanted to get married and that she did want the family, the marriage, the children and everything. So it's kind of nice to see that rise again because Lena is the only one who doesn't feel, well, not that she doesn't feel connected to her children, but she might just want something of her own. Exactly. That's how I feel as yeah. well. Yeah. Something she a little wants, more. Yeah. Right. She has something to add to the family, the dynamic family that she mm. already has. But. I mean, she sees, you know, uh, Steph and Brandon's relationship. And right. I think that ultimately she's craving something like that because she is, in my opinion, more outwardly motherly mm-hmm. than Steph is. Right. Would, would you agree or disagree? Yeah. I mean, Steph mm-hmm. has the, the macho-ness to her and she's a cop, so she's always more regulatory where she just wants to kind of follow the rules and Lena's just about her children. Yeah, I feel Lena's more nurturing. She's mm-hmm. more motherly. So I definitely think that she wants to bring some, some a child of her own into the world. And I respect that. I mean, I would probably want to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Speaking of being motherly, your character <laughs> on the show, we found out <laughs> yes. last episode that she does have a little baby. Yes, she does. Um, Tasha. So without revealing too much, are we going to see an even softer side to your character. Uh, We definitely are going to see a softer side of Daphne. Um, Tasha is the softer side of her. Um, She's such a tough girl, but in reality, all she wants is her baby girl back. She wants to love her baby girl. Just the, the love that she has for Tasha is the love that she's always wanted. So she's fighting really hard to get her baby back. So she's doing everything that she's supposed to do. Um, which she doesn't really want to do, but she does it anyway. So, yeah. So the step towards Tasha ultimately is this 
an independent living house. Correct. And the plan that she has to go on. So can you talk a little bit about shooting that? Because I know we were um, looking at the apartment and I was like, it was so big. And you were like, that apartment was so small. I know, it's <laughs> tiny in real life. But um, Daphne's so excited about being on her own and transitioning from the group home into the independent living. And her ultimate goal is to be a mother and to get her, her daughter back and to be on the right path. She's come from a, a really difficult past. And so for her, it's really important to show her daughter the life that, needs to be led, you know, on the right path and just doing the things that need to be done. Are you excited that your character is fine, like evolving and we get to see this nice Yeah, cool because, you know, in, in the beginning, in the pilot, um, I beat Callie up and everyone's like, <laughs> we hate you! And I'm like, I'm really not that person in real life. Um, but you see, it's the reason why she does that is because she, she wants someone to come and get her out of juvie. She wants someone to come and have her back and uh, someone to love her. So, I think that's something that both her and Callie share is that commonality of wanting to be loved and just, you know, wanting to belong somewhere. So um, I think that's I think that's the most important relationship between her and Callie Mm -hmm. is that. Yeah. Now, that's on the show. But in real life, how are you and Maya in real life? Because I know the fans were crazy on Instagram today when I posted your picture and asked for questions. They were like, how's the relationship with Maya? What's going Um, on? I love Maya. I think she's a phenomenal actress. She's so super nice and down to earth and humble in real life. Um, Talking to her is a I love hanging out with her. She's so cool. And so just to actually be on the show and be on set with her is like a dream come true, honestly. She's she's amazing. Yeah. Um, how is it to be in the home with all the girls? Do you guys have a similar relationship that, that you do on the show, the closeness? Um, yes, we do. Uh, it's so many different personalities. We're all women. Um, <laughs> that's the first thing. Um, but we have bonded and we've had, we've come to be really good friends. Um, and on the show, you can see that, you know, our dynamic, but overall, we're, we love each other. Yeah. That's good. That makes my heart warm. How is it, how is it working with Rosie O'Donnell? Oh my God! I want Rosie to adopt me. I really do. I want her to adopt me too. Let me tell you about Rosie. Rosie is the most hilarious person I have I ever she met. She seems incredible. To She's with. oh my God! I told her. I said, "Can you just call me every day just to make me laugh?" <laughs> Because, or can I live with you? And she's like, sure, come on. I already have, you know, five kids, so why not add another one? Mm -hmm. Um, But she's so amazing to work with. I love being on set with her. She brings a different type of energy Mm -hmm. that I think helps everybody on set. So That's great. Yeah. I can't even imagine. She's so lucky. You know how lucky you are. I kind of do. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so back to the episode a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, We find out about Jude's adoption this episode. Right. Which is so touching and so emotional. Which, Jude is one of our favorite characters on the show. It is. He's so sweet. And it's nice because finally they can move forward with all, with all of this, but now... I don't know if anyone knows how to feel about the situation between Jude and Callie. Is it going to ruin their bond? Is it going to even go through all the way? What's going to happen? As a fan, Daphne, what do you think? Um, It's hard because I, I know exactly what they're going through. So, right. um, Yeah, tell us a little bit about your story. Okay, mm-hmm. well, um, I relate to Daphne, of course, um, because I went through the foster care system, and I know what it's like to be taken from your, your biological parents and placed into a foster home. And I, all you really want to do is to be loved. And, I, you know, me and my sister were separated very early on in our lives. And, of course, we, um, we did grow up together. But it's that... Um, 
it's that bond that you don't want to break, but sometimes you have to sacrifice mm-hmm. for the for the other person to um, be adopted or be happy or live the life that they want to live. So it's just extremely emotional to watch because I'm like, I went through that. I know exactly how they feel, um, and they love each other. But at the end of the day, what's best for Jude? Because you know he's the younger brother, and she's at a point where she's like, well, I just kind of want to be on my own. I don't really need anybody. But the truth of the matter is, she does. She needs mm-hmm. everybody in her corner to help her and support her. So mm-hmm. yeah. that's so. This is the my favorite part about having the guests on the show I had no idea that you have this actual relationship to, to your yeah. character yeah That's it's great it's, it's great um, when I found out my storyline I said have you guys been in my life <laughs> like have you guys been tracking my the history oh, of who I am like really um, the whole the, the daughter thing um is very close to my heart because my sister, and she's probably going to hate me, but um, this actually happened to her in real life. So it's really, it really uh, um, drives it home for me mm-hmm. to see the fact that um, my daughter's taken from me and, and I'm trying to get her back. And um, so it's really relatable. And I think a lot of the fans um, out there who are in the same situation um, feel what I feel and, and they're trying to do the exact same thing. So it's, it, it just touches me when I inspire somebody through the story or the fact that I've actually lived through it. I'm just so amazed that things happen like that. You know, like a Chicago girl. (laughs) She grew up there. She moved out to L.A. five years ago. Like, this was just, it just happened. It's Mm -hmm. just a dream come true because I honestly, when I I got the pilot and we shot it and and that was it, I was like, I really hope I come back. Mm -hmm. And I didn't hear anything for a year. And then they called me back and I said, thank you, Lord. It's my dream come true. So, and it's so funny because the the character's name is Daphne and I'm Daphne. And um, (laughs) the executive producer, Joanna uh, Johnson, was like, everyone was just calling you Daphne. So I just kind of kept it. I didn't really know your name was Daphne. I was like, well, thank you, because it works. <laughs> because you weren't named in the pilot episode, correct? Right, I was girl number one. Okay. Right. And now okay. I have a name. Girl that decked Cal. I know. Oh, I know. And that was, <laughs> I said, did you guys really have to edit that way? Because everybody hated me after that. They're like, you beat up Callie. I was like, but I really did It's didn't. okay. It was a memorable yeah. scene, though. Yeah. Also, I just want to say, because I've been on this kick about everyone and our viewers and everyone who watches, you know, to believe in yourself. And I think that's very inspiring that you've gone through what you've yeah. gone through to see you on screen now, to have you sitting next to us while <laughs> we're watching your series. So, it's, it's really surreal to, yeah. to know that you want something so bad in life and it's your dream to do it, and then you actually living it. It's it's amazing. It's, it's amazing. So. Well, we commend you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. You know, I, I just want to say you don't always have to be a, a victim of your circumstance. You mm-hmm. can really rise above it and um, do great things. And I didn't use the fact that I was in the foster care system or the fact that I lived a really hard life to stop me from my dreams. I just use it to motivate me I to just girl. do great things. Did you ever think you'd be a role model on this type of platform? I didn't. I. I. It's just been. A, a whirlwind for me because I have all these these fans that are like we love you and you're my inspiration I'm like really because you're mine <laughs> okay you are mine so thank you so much so yeah it's great that's Aww, a sub yeah I love it um, <laughs> don't make me cry I know we're gonna, get, we're gonna get emotional we're crying this is a lifetime okay it's oh the foster we can if we want to get my tissues y'all <laughs> this is once in a lifetime it Daphne. Is. it's it once is. in a lifetime yeah um, so getting back to the episode um, I know that um, these two ladies have a crush on Jesus well <laughs> Oh, you so, know, I didn't really say a crush. I okay. just said Brandon and Jesus. She understood. And, and Wyatt are some beautiful men. They're so beautiful. So fine. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm not... Uh, they're adorable to me as well. I'm not saying anything. Uh, Jesus did, though. He was did some major flirting this episode. He sure did. Both with Lexi and with Emma. I know. And I have to say, ABC Family... 
Check it off the list. Sexting. <laughs> yep. Taking care of. Sure did. Yep. There we go. Another another thing part. that we can mark off yes. our check our check sheet. And my favorite part too is that not only did he take off his shirt, but he had to lower those. No, he sure did. He did. You like, got excited. You, you got excited on that part, but then he sent it to the wrong person, and I was I like, know. wait a minute. I was actually super bummed. Alexi deserved that picture, the body shot. Oh, oh Emma did too. I like Emma. She's a cu- she's a cutie and a sweetheart. Actually, I'm biased to her because still she reminds me of Haley from One Tree Hill. So oh, I'm a sucker for Emma. <laughs> Steph said it last week. No, I was cracking up because earlier in the week, and I'm not sure if um, the shirtless Jesus was in a preview or in a photo that was posted to the Facebook group or Twitter, but they um, tweeted Bradley, (laughs) one of the creators, and was like, thank you for this. Thank you, thank you, thank you for a shirtless Jake T. Austin. Right. So, Jake, I mean, good for you. You're yeah, looking right. You're he looking doesn't fine. look like Little Max from Wizards of Waverly Place no more. No, he's, he's the man. He's he looking, looks ready for me. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Slow down. But, Slow down. Whoa. whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I am excited to see where him and Emma go, yes. considering Jesus likes his Jesus time. Mm-hmm. I know. Which oh, was, was too cute. How wonderful was Jude's face in that episode? I know. When he started laughing. Oh, but I love when I love when Jude stands up for himself. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Because he is a strong person. For a very little person yeah. and for somebody that usually doesn't speak up a lot when he does it's huge. It's right. like a grown-up talking actually. It is. He's, yeah. he's a kid but he's really a grown-up inside. Well then Yes, he is a grown up inside, but then he throws a book, and you're like, "Well, actually, you're a twelve year old kid." <laughs> yeah, I'm getting frustrated and with I, a grown up mouth. Yeah, right. And that was also something very special. I'm so happy to see. I'm happy that they showed Steph and Lena get excited about that because I thought that in my the whole time. Yes, yeah, because Jude so, called it his room, and that you they know? were having you know brotherly fights. Exactly, and arguing and fighting with people sometimes is a means of getting to know one another, and yeah. so that just kind of proved that now they're comfortable enough to just be like, "Are you kidding me?" Right. And, you know, make fun of each other and be mean not always have to be so like on eggshells right their their relationship is growing which is yeah great. It's well awesome. this episode was called family day mm-hmm. so we can't not talk about family day yeah even though it was a very small part of this very <laughs> very um crazy episode mm-hmm. um so the entire foster family decides to come to the house yeah. which is crazy because callie rolls deep the, the, she rolls she really deep <laughs> Like strong deep, <laughs> like twelve deep. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew the entire gang was coming along? I know. Um, very surprised to see Brandon. I don't know how. How did you feel when when you saw him there? I it was awkward because remember how I said that he's becoming this like manly character yeah. now with his like shaggy look. Mm-hmm. So it was a little bit uncomfortable, but I do love that they're showing like the I'm I'm sensing a sexual tension every time that they're in the same room to, with each other. I would agree with that. I love it. Yeah, and that's cool because it's just making their. Again, like we said, when we first saw the episode, the first season and everything, we wanted their characters to evolve. And now they're done. Like, every, them, everyone's official and yeah. we just know what's going on. I want them to get married and just be on there. I just love them together. Always, Jeff always says no because he wants her to be adopted and he wants the fosters to continue. But I agree. Yeah. I, I mean, so- their feelings and their relationship is just too strong at this point. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he came, I was so excited. I was like, kiss her. Do something, hug her, kiss her, please. Um, no, but they were actually like extremely well behaved for yeah. for the circumstances, and we did find out, or Brandon found out, that actually Callie didn't break up with him. It was Cole that broke up with him. Mm-hmm. Yes, because um, Cole has a little a bit of an issue, anger issue, right. as he admits in this episode. Yeah, um, but it was actually I thought a really great moment was when Mariana was sitting on the couch with all the girls, and they talked about their dreams. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, because you know. 
everyone's a little hard on this show. Mm-hmm. You know, you're a little hard. In I'm person, a little bit. In person, she's a doll and a oh, half. Thank you. Um, but on the show, I'm a little scared of you. <laughs> That's the whole idea. You know, she let her braids out. That's right. She's a little different. <laughs> right? On the show. The cornrows bring the toughness. That's yeah. the whole point of them. Well, yeah. it's just your walk. Yeah. yeah. Your face. Mm. I learned that you very early on right. from my acting coach. He taught me exactly how to be a man and a dude. Um, and I was just like, really? This is how you guys walk and, mm-hmm. and, and act? I was like, okay. And it's been working ever since. So. I want to see Daphne in love. Oh, I know. No, you do not. I am a sap. <laughs> I'm a hopeless romantic. So, no, no. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I want to see her come out of the home and then her at their apartment and then let her raids well, out. Well, you That's know, hopefully, hopefully they bring a man into my life. I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, so moving on from the, the family day, Mm -hmm. which was great. You know, we found out that Callie wanted to live with what you're doing, the The independent living program, the living program for me too. How did you feel about that? I, I genuinely got so emotional when she had to tell him that. I mean, honestly, like as far as Callie's character, I am, she is so not likable to me Mm -hmm. anymore. There are moments that she's likable. But she is just stubborn, you know. Yeah. Like I know those people, yeah. those people that are that can't can't help themselves. They they want to try to fix things with immediate emotions. Like right. she goes on the first thing she feels, and she feels like this one thing, as Rita said, mm-hmm. will solve all of her problems. Right. Living by myself is going to solve everything. I don't need to worry about it. Me and Brandon can be together. Mm-hmm. Everything is going to fall yeah. into place, and like. I don't know. As a 16-year-old, I know I wasn't ready to live on my own. Well, as a previous (laughs) 16-year-old, you think you know everything. And you run from every problem that you have. And you think one, you know, one emotion is going to solve everything. And I think that's that's her problem. Um, Her living on her own, I I don't think is going to work. But I know how bad she wants that independence. And she thinks she's grown now. And she just wants to do what she wants to do. And Mm. that's... That ultimately is going to bite her in the butt later. Right. Now, pulling from your life, did you ever go through that feeling when you were that age? Um, I went through a lot of feelings. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) I thought I knew everything at 14 and um, had a really difficult time in high school. Um, I went through a lot. Um, I don't want to tell too much, but... um, I started I started to become an adult early on. I didn't really have the childhood that I wanted to have and so growing up too fast and thinking you 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 know everything and you want to be out on your own, you learn very fast that you make some mistakes along the way. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. Absolutely. I've been preaching that the whole show. <laughs> I really ha- that that's what's frustrating about Callie is that she just thinks she thinks she knows and you can yeah. tell because I know too many I know myself. I was a very dramatic 16-year-old and mm-hmm. I thought I wasn't and then I know now growing up everyone's little sisters to see them go exactly yeah. do and say yes. and act the way we did it's just it's a headache yeah. mm-hmm. it I know well speaking of a headache uh, Cole slamming his head yes. on the um, yeah. unfortunately so we find out a lot about Cole this episode we find out that sort of he he monopolized on the phone situation mm-hmm. um, because he needed hormones he needed his hookup to get the hormones that wasn't being prescribed for him which he had been off for a while, right. which I can, I mean, I can't put myself in that situation, but I can only imagine when you're beginning to transition and then you stop, mm-hmm. how that, the toll that it takes on your body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just, I think that I, I can't even imagine being in that place that young and seeing this character go through something like this, which is something that we've never seen on mm-hmm. a teen drama. Right, exactly. <laughs> ever. Right. Um, so, 
I was very saddened when the stretcher came. At, like, how, how are you guys feeling? Like, I know in the preview, like, we had no idea what right. was going to happen. And everyone assumed that this was going to be the Seth's dad having that issue. Um, my most surprised part was that I didn't realize that Cole's only issue with her parent with his parents was that he had to move out because he was a lesbian, right? And but nothing. I mean, they're more than capable of taking care of him right now. So that's that's really hurtful because this is a situation where it has nothing to do with abuse, drugs, or anything except for the simple fact that you weren't accepted in your own home. Yeah, and like he and he did what he had to do yeah, to get you know, the drugs, prostitution, which he mentioned earlier. So that just blows my mind. But now you can see like how 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 important it is for someone to be able to identify with themselves that they are going to even put needles in their body just yes. to feel good. Um, I think Cole's whole thing is. Um, and what's so relatable to the fans is that you're not comfortable in your body, so you want to change it. And that desire to be who you feel comfortable being um, outweighs anything that you're going through. And so the whole the hormone thing, it was just his desire to say, you know what, I want to be this person and I'll go through anything I have to. And I think the fans love that because there, there are people out there that are just like Cole right. and they're not accepted and their families disown them. And it's really heartbreaking mm-hmm. because it's like this is your child, whether they want to be a, a man or woman a lesbian whatever you have to accept them for who they are right they sell souls exactly but to be so young yeah I just appreciate the layers being pulled back because I feel like a lot of these girls have so many different things about them and personally like I know that the web series is is premiering or or has has gone online after the show Mm -hmm. Um, so we're gonna hopefully get to learn a little bit more about each girl Yes. Um, which I'm excited about yes. because I am obsessed with the storyline <laughs> and Rosie and, and everything. And I think it's bringing a whole new element to the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about being a part of something like that? I mean, I don't – I mean, I can't think off the top of my head, but a house with girls that are straight from juvie has never ha- – maybe has never been done, has never been talked about. Um, Seeing these things for the first time as an audience member. Right. Um, I think it's – I think it's so great that they're showing the group home and all the girls and all their backstories because there are girls out there that are just like us that are going through exactly what we're going through. And to show it on television just lets us know that it's a societal issue that needs to be addressed, that needs to be embraced. Um, and I'm, I'm really excited to be a part of it because it's, um, I feel like the fans really relate to us right. and they're they're rooting for us at the same time even though we make so many mistakes being who we are you know as the characters but it's great our storylines are just gonna you know continue hopefully so mm-hmm. i know yeah. and fans be sure to follow us all on twitter yeah. as we're sitting here because we will tweet out those lovely video links but i'm sure they're also going to be on abcfamily.com of course. Mm-hmm. um so besides the cali cole Callie Cole, Brandon, Brandon, Callie. There's so many names. Um, Brandon and Callie Ooh. in the apartment. In we my to, apartment. We need to talk apartment. about this because yes, we do. all of us ladies had a moment in the screening oh. room mm. watching this. David Lambert, you have a beautiful voice. Yes, he does. Why did I have no idea about my this? My goodness, my heart. And I feel like, and I, I host American Idol too, so I'm, I've been judging voices all <laughs> like for the past three weeks, and I'm so surprised. Like I loved it; it was so beautiful. I'm just and an outlaw. Like, yeah. I love it. Oh God! I said, just listen, Callie. If you don't want to be in this scene, please let me just come back in my own apartment. Exactly. Please. Well, you were on set it. that day. I was. So how was, was that? I was blown away. I said, can you just sing to me? 
just the cameras don't even have to be on. Just sing to me. My favorite oh my God, part about was, that scene yeah. was that you said get ready and they said for what? I said I just, <laughs> because I wanted them to. I just wanted them. You know what I wanted them to do? I'm just like. Cause you, oh, and we got loud, y'all. Just so we you, did. Just so everyone knows. I mean, we did. The other yeah, screen rooms are popping their heads. Oh out, my like, goodness! What's going on right now? Brandon, you are a beautiful man, and you have a beautiful voice. I just have to say that. Yes. I just love that the creators bring in what the actors can actually do, and and they, it, yes. it, it almost brings more to the show. Like we knew Brandon was musical with the piano lessons and all mm-hmm. that stuff, but to hear him sing, that was just mm-hmm. the, the cherry on the high and on the cake of the right. hot cake. Right. I know. It's, isn't it horrible how musicians just automatically become so hot? <laughs> I always I always say like when when you see somebody like if you see like um an actor act in a really amazing scene or yeah. like you see them a, a musician perform on stage like you're just attracted to yeah. talent like talent is so attractive it is absolutely well he's attractive anyway but yeah. then when he <laughs> sang that song I said Brandon hmm. really Bobby Chulo. I just I just <laughs> love <laughs> I just love when they were sort of talking about their future and I mean I'm team Bally I think you are too mm-hmm. Jeff not so much but yeah. I need to <sighs> see I a happy too. ending. I, I need to too. see it. I know I think they were talking about furniture and what they were going to do and I'm like can we make this happen now? Right? Yeah. Which I have to say I kind of want to mention well while we go into predictions I think this is a perfect time to do it. Yeah. At the same time I could we could mention um, now, Steph's dad yeah. and everything else. Okay. Perfect. So, you can start. Um, I'm excited. So for next episode um I mean, I guess we know that Steph's dad is dead. Yeah. Um, I don't even, like, I couldn't even process it. Like, I feel like we all knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. So we do see a funeral scene um, in the next episode. Yes. Um, I, my prediction for next week is going to have to do with Callie. I think she is going to see the family come together in this time of crisis for their yep. family and mm-hmm. healing. Mm-hmm. And I think she's going to take back what she said about living alone. I mean, I feel really strongly about it because, again, she's so young and so indecisive. She thinks she knows what's good for her, but I think she's going to take a step back from it. Of course. What Uh, do you think? My prediction came from something you just said earlier. You had mentioned that while you were going through the foster system, there's just some things that you have to sacrifice. And also in the promo for next week, Brandon is like teary-eyed and he says the word sacrifice. And I feel that because what happens when, you know, when death in a family or friendship happens, everything gets put into perspective. And I feel that they're both going to have to realize that for now, because they are children, they have to kind of put that aside, which is going to be ridiculous because they're teenagers with these hormones that are going nuts. But I think that they're going to have to bite their lips and say that, you know, let's not do anything until now. I mean, we're two, one year away from being 18. We could figure it out then. But I think it's going to be super emotional between Callie and... Brandon. I would actually have to agree with that. I think they're going to come together and realize that right now is not the time for them, but mm-hmm. maybe later down the line. Um, but what's best for the family? And ultimately, I think Callie's going to realize what's best for Jude mm-hmm. and her at the same yeah, time. I do so. see that, too. Well, yeah. I mean, you can't give us, like, an actual prediction. So. I can't really give you anything, uh, <laughs> to be honest. I want to know more about the web series. What do you know? Do you, you know... Do you know what it's about? Is it just the girls in the home? Do we have to wait and watch it? Well, um, it's about our storylines. It goes into the backstories of each individual character. Um, 
I can't really give away too much. You just have to watch. Will they be releasing one a week? Actually, they're all going to be released tonight. <gasps> oh, so you perfect. can watch one oh, after the gonna, other. We're going to binge. <laughs> we're going to. Uh, what is it called? I'm <laughs> not sleeping tonight. I'm going to binge watch it. <laughs> binge watch it. There you go. Yes, I need to find out about everybody. Is you Rosie do. in it? Or is Rosie? It just the girl? Rosie's in it. Oh, oh. wonderful. Um, that's incredible. The only person that's not in it is Cole, is Cole okay. which I'm so sad about because I absolutely love, love him, him okay. to death. Well, okay. um, well, we'll I will be watching we'll that. No, tonight. Rita's not Get in it. Rebecca. Rita's not in it. I'm sorry, Rita's not in it. Michelle is in it. Um, who is Angela Gibbs? Um, she plays the mother hen of the house. So yeah, Rita is not in it. Okay, oh. it's right, just well, reminded it's okay. me. Well, that's okay. We'll figure out the characters. We'll yes. tune in weekly. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Where can the fans find you? Give me everything oh. that the fans need to know. Well, you can find me on Facebook at Daphne McGarry Clark, um, and then on Instagram at DaphMC29, and then on Twitter at Daphne M. Clark. I have so many last names, I just don't even know which one to use anymore. <laughs> so you can just call me Daphne Clark, but I'm all just complicated. <laughs> Steph, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Stephanie Georgie. That's G-I-O-R-G-I and on Instagram at G 47 Also, catch my other shows on Wednesday, Klondike and American Idol. Uh, perfect. Uh, I am Jillian Leff, your host for the night. You can find me on Twitter at Jillian Leff, on Instagram at Jilly Leff, and I am actually interviewing Switched at Birth star Katie LeClerc tomorrow. So if you have any questions for her... Please tweet me. I will be up all night reading them. I want to thank Daphne again for being here. Thank you. And until next time, Foster's fam, have a good night. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal. Thank you for watching AfterBuzz TV on YouTube. For more of your favorite After shows and interviews, subscribe to our channel here. And be sure to share your opinion on the episode in the comment section below here. We'd love to see what you guys are buzzing about. Thanks again. Buzz you later.